Hello and welcome to the HBO Boys podcast. It's me, your boy Ryan, and with me today is Adam, and we're here to talk about Pixar's 2023 Elemental. You know, this is new for us, I feel. I don't think we've ever talked about a Pixar movie. I think we talked about Wally. Uh, oh, ma- yeah, maybe you guys did. Yeah, go back and listen to Wally the podcast. It's a podcast I put like too much time into and put Love a lot it. of the beep boops and a lot of the songs. Sure. Which is actually cool because while researching Elemental and watching it, I found out that Thomas Newman did the score. He's the composer. Cousin, by mm. the way, of Randy Newman. You got a friend in me, Tommy. Was a bug, little <laughs> bug, hardly there. You got a friend in me. Daddy, you got a friend in me. <laughs> Remember that Will Sasso? Yes, dude. <laughs> Mad TV. <laughs> Actually, perfect. But Thomas it Newman really did uh, the music for Wally and for mm. Elemental. And I think knowing both those things, I knew it before I watched it. You could yeah. really like hear the influence of the beep boops from one to the other. Like, one beep boop was. <laughs> Uh, robotic and robots and the other beep boop was fire and water and Mm. the other elements that Mm. are less in this world which by the way is an absolutely gorgeous world you know pixar has this wonderful ability of crafting these very luscious colorful depth you know, there's so much depth and color and contrast, and one that sticks out pretty heavily. We're not talking about this, but it's Coco. It's Coco. Coco it's Coco. Is unbelievable. The one and this shot. Was very- we're both thinking of the same shot. Oh, 100%. We've absolutely talked about It's when about he this goes before. over. Yeah, we talk about it all the time. It's because yeah. when he goes over the uh, bridge to the land of the dead for the first time and it shows the entirety of the land of the dead, mm. that, like, it, it's bad that I think this way, but, like, how beautiful a movie is to me is how many uh, computer wallpapers <laughs> come out of the movie. <laughs> and there was one moment where Ember was hugging Wade for the first time and it oh. zooms out and it shows them under a bridge with all of Element City behind them. And I'm like, oh, oh. well, that's just the Coco shop, but in this and with- Oh, 100%. More yeah. computers generating it because it's the future and it's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, Pixar really does an amazing job with their with their worlds and their visuals, and I mean that's that's their bread and butter, right? Making it look real good, real crispy, real, real crispy. clean, and um, they've been nailing it since the beginning. Really, e- even when you go and rewatch like the original Toy Story or A Bug's Life, it it doesn't look as good because obviously the animation has gotten better, but the colors are still there. The textures are still there. The depth is still there. They just absolutely kill it. Yeah, I I read somewhere that like when they did Toy Story, the computers that they were using, it was a total of like 200, 250 cores, like GPUs going for an extended amount of time uh, for it to be made. And Elemental is like thousands of cores like they've oh yeah and they've gotten better over time and they were going i mean this movie is seven years in the making it is directed by peter son who also directed the good dinosaur which was okay Mm. i didn't watch that one it's fine it feels as though something (laughs) that was given to an art director at pixar saying like okay try this out 
see if it's good. It's directing a Pixar movie, so that's pretty huge, but it's yeah. not one that we're really going to go out on a limb for because they just didn't believe in it 100%, it felt like. But that yeah. is not the case with Elemental. It is very much a Peter San story. It came from his brain. He wanted to talk about his parents emigrating to America and then them uh, putting expectations on him that he just didn't want to live up to because he had more dreams. And then it's a cool story because it's being told by a guy who has obviously reached those dreams, right? This is interesting because I obviously knew the storyline of the movie, but I had no idea that that was it was affected on actuality of the director. <laughs> yeah, he pitched the concept of Elemental to Pixar uh, based on the idea of whether fire and water could connect or not. And said mm. the idea for the film was inspired by his experiences as the son of immigrants in New York City in the 1970s, which I think Man, is also a cool that. thing. Like Element City is New York City. They, for sure. uh, you, you could tell they they put uh, water in purposely. They put burrows in. Uh, he modeled it off of uh, New York City in the 1970s, which is so cool. Oh, yeah. And and. I mean, it, much like New York City is in reality, it's a melting pot of so many different types of people and uh, faiths and religions and also uh, ancestries. It's just, it, it is perfectly encapsulated by this. And it, much like a lot of Pixar movies, and the first thing that comes to my head is Inside Out, they, they have this wonderful ability of putting a visual to something that never really had a visual medium. Uh, you know, with Inside Out, it's your emotions, you know, putting a visual to your emotions, your invisible friend, your abstract brain. And they did an amazing job in that movie of doing that. And they just keep doing that with every new release. They're just breaking the mold and truly uh, defining a completely different genre of animated movies that are just as much children's movie as they are geared towards adults like there was a lot of adult themes in this movie and you know it's fun and silly and uh quirky but at its core it's a love story it is a story of perseverance and uh you know defining your own mentality and i just absolutely love that they can twist it so i mean they're geniuses in what they do and and who they have directing these movies are, are all just so so good yeah man what if your emotions were like real you know what if the elements were yeah. like real you know like what if the toys when you left the room were like real you know <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> i mean inside out i know we're not talking about inside out but it's it's such a wonderful example like the core memories and the memories that fade away when you when you get older it's just like it's so perfectly visualized and, and no one had ever done that before and it's i just applaud them so heavy for it yeah they take a an idea and extrapolate it out as much as humanly possible Right. Like, and I love it. The memory cores is a good example of that. Ugh. The Ugh. while we're entering Element City and Bernie and Sender are going through Ellis Island ostensibly and right. being renamed because their language can't be understood by the immigration agent. You see like a dirigible coming in and out and being uh, inflated by air people and then deflated going down and reinflated by air people again because Amazing. that's how it's those little details of yeah. what would this world be 
if the things were real uh, and taken to the nth degree. Uh, I mean, pe- the submarine where they would yeah. ballast up when it's full of water and, you know, it's just like. And then th- the waterfalls happen and they just kind of pop up in the water. It's, it's just like so playful and fun, but it absolutely gets the point across immediately. Peter San stated, my parents immigrated from Korea in the early 1970s and built a bustling grocery store in the Bronx. We were wow. among many families who ventured to a new land with hopes and dreams, all of us mixing into one big salad bowl of cultures, languages, and beautiful little neighborhoods. I think it is interesting that he was asked specifically do the elements represent certain races? And he was like, no, they don't represent races. They represent social classes. Yes, I believe that. The the fire people, uh, like uh, Ember's mother and father, are being played by uh, Asian uh, actors, and so is Ember. Wade is being played by a black actor, but at the same time, like, that doesn't mean <laughs> that all the uh, water people are that. It's just an elevated social level where fire is absolutely on the bottom. And oh, yeah. that is like the lowest of the low, the worst treated in Element City and the people who are poorest. And then it seems to go up from there. We sadly didn't get a lot about the air people and the earth people. We got like little things here or there, like one or two representative characters, mm. uh, but that we got, but we didn't get to expand upon it. And honestly, it's like exactly how I felt after Inside Out. And it's not an Inside Out podcast, but we're talking about it a lot is that yeah. <laughs> it's a world that I want to see more of because there's just corners of it. We didn't see anything of. Yeah, I hope that they do some sort of elemental sequel um, or spinoff or something just in this world. There's TV so show, much dude. you can do. There's, yes, a TV show, a Disney Plus show, something. Just give us more of this city. It's gigantic. There's so much you can do with it. Every element can have their own season, for God's sake, and and have it be great. And you can really get a full deep dive into it. And it, there's so much content there. I hope, God, I hope it happens. I didn't Dude, think of it until now. Game of Thrones, like the elements, but go back 200, 300 years yeah. to, and do Game of Thrones with the elements. I don't know. That'd be sick. By the way. <laughs> Game of Thrones elements. Yeah. <laughs> Disney's Game of Thrones. Disney's, they call it just Game of Thrones, the elements. And someone's yeah. like, you can't do that. And they're like, we did. So Elemental us. throne. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, remember when I said that it used thousands of cores? I was wrong. Sure. For Is Elemental, it, it used 151,000 cores across That's three large rooms on the Pixar campus, a significant increase in computing power compared to previous Pixar films, where Toy Story was 294 cores, Monsters, Inc. was 672, Finding Nemo was 923 oh cores, Elemental was 151,000. That's so wild to think about that it took up a f- like floors of Pixar's headquarters <laughs> and and how good technology is now like people have computers that are capable of rendering like you know g- video game graphics and you can you know all these uh um you know what is it called the um Nvidia or whatever um Christ I can't think of what it's called it's like a graphics engine movie and- shaky on your screen things 
Yeah, sure. I, I can't it. think of it. I got and it. I'm not going to deep dive, but but it's it's like these people can generate video games and generate animation in their home computers. The fact that yeah, they Pixar did. has that, yeah, right. This and is the seven fact years that Pixar old. Has this is unreal. The, the the amount of power that they can generate animations and CGI and all things. It, it's I mean, hats off to them, man. Like <laughs> they're uh, worthy of the money that they make. This is what I'm saying. It's seven years old, which means a lot of that computing, a lot of what this movie is happened during COVID where. Yeah. And it's outdated now <laughs> where. No, I'm just saying like a lot of that time creating this movie was those two years where all the animators sure. were sitting in their houses. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they drew up, you know, kind of, uh, well, obviously storyboarded the movie, but like, you know, uh, test footage of things. And then they just said, Hey, Pixar HQ run this through the cores, right? Yeah. Send it to the core, send it to the core. By the way, <laughs> I was talking about Thomas Newman, Randy Newman's cousin again before he's also done finding Nemo, finding Dory, Skyfall, the judge, Aaron Brockovich, wow. the green mile, American beauty and revenge of the nerds. He- he did all the music for it? Yeah, he's the composer, the main wow. composer for all of those. Like, wow. The Newman family just keeping Pixar running. Give, yeah, right. Give it all the awards. Well, musically. Give it all the awards, by the way. The music was awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This this movie, and, and it's a shame because I think that it, it's underappreciated. Um, I, I don't think that this does, I don't think this got the recognition that it deserves. I mean, it had fine scores on all of the websites for critics and and um, and audiences, but it just I don't I never saw anything about it ever advertised. I just don't think that it hit as hard as they were maybe intending. I don't know what it made, but uh, if that's true, that's a shame because I think this deserves a hell of a lot more credit. Well, I will tell you, it had a two hundred million dollar budget, one of the most expensive animated movies ever made. It made sure. four hundred and eighty nine million in the box office. Okay. It kind of okay. underperformed at the beginning, but then really sure. stepped it up by word of mouth, called a quote unquote sleeper hit by many. And absolutely, Little Mermaid made five sixty nine across the Spider Verse, made six eighty nine. But you also have to remember, mm. Little Mermaid and Across the Spider Verse didn't have to go against. Barbenheimer. That's what happened. Right. I know. That's what happened. <laughs> it's a killer, man. The two movies that made the most money this year happened at the same time as this Pixar movie. And a Pixar movie, by the way, that is great. Uh, I'll get to the reviews later, but the great the reviews don't say it's great. And the money also, by the way, doesn't say it's very great, although they sort of came out uh, pretty even when they mm-hmm. uh, got through marketing budget and making it budget. But it doesn't really have any big stars either. Like Catherine O'Hara is in a small part of it. Wendy McClendon Covey, who is in uh, Reno 911, she's the one doing the dancing with the drunk guy in the first. uh, She's Gail. Joe Pera is a comedian that I know and really like. He's Fern. But the main characters are relative unknowns. And so, like, you know, this doesn't have uh, Alicia Sarah and The Rock in it. So and it goes you know up again. It, it's it's better for it, man. No, it's not. No, it didn't it make is. enough money. That's what I'm saying. Like it goes against Barbenheimer and it has nobody that you can really say is in it. And it ends up making four hundred and eighty nine million dollars, which seems like a lot. But honestly, at this point, if it's not making six hundred, seven hundred million dollars, Pixar doesn't see it as a win. And we don't get yeah. more stuff from that universe. 
Yeah, and that and that's a real bummer that it's considered a flop even when it doubles its freaking budget and it is is critically and audiencely a success. Um, that it's considered a failure, and that's just a huge bummer, and I don't like it. Disney announced that Elemental had 26.4 million views in the five days following its release on Disney+, Plus, becoming the most watched animated film on the platform mm. during the week mm. of its premiere since Turning Red, which I have not seen. I've never seen that. It's about I red, know it's about a red panda. It's a panda. <laughs> it's about a panda. That is as far as I get uh, with that one. <laughs> But I mean, it just goes to show if you put a new thing on Disney Plus that people with children are putting their uh, babies in front of so that they don't have to look at them for a little bit. And it's new and it's not Moana and it's not like, you know, the the things Coco or things that they've watched a million times. A person who has a child who's watched Finding Dory 400 times getting a new thing on Disney Plus is like, thank God. Yeah, yeah. Change it up for the love of Christ. The reviews, as I said before, were kind of bad. And Ugh, that's a bummer. Yeah, because I really liked the movie. The most I scathing review saying it might be the first movie ever to feel at least like it was completely generated from AI. Like that, they feel as though <sighs> it's a, uh, a mechanical script and uh, mechanical people made it, which I don't agree with. It's an immigrant yeah. story from this dude's heart with amazing, vi- vi- amazing visuals. And music to boot. And I liked it very much. And how dare they? Yeah. I'm, I'm reading a couple of reviews here, too. I see uh, busy, zany, and sincere. The movie does a perfectly good job with the stuff of urban culture clash, but it is also fatally unfunny and gets more so with every weird contrived uh, contra- con- oh my god I can't fucking read right now dude I'm contrivancy con- or whatever contrivance <laughs> it whips up thank dude, you not your fault dude they used this dumb word that's their fault they used a dumb word and I'm fucking tired dude <laughs> okay <laughs> well oh we- here's here's one sure. trying to make a character out of a cloud is a sadly apt metaphor for this whole doomed endeavor like Jesus what the Christ fuck? what happened <laughs> this- to these people screw you Vincent Mancini of film drunk yeah suck <laughs> a doink that is so abrasive needlessly how about you go to a theater and try to have a good time uh people you know what critics though critics, though, critics reviews you know they're about critics ugh, though awful awful, awful. just sad melancholy doink yeah people. they just they think that they're better than everyone they like think I that. Know and they're not you know <laughs> no you know how they're not Bitch, movies are subjective yeah you tell them adam they they're yeah. you know Anyway, screw you, Philip Dissemelin of Time Out. You're a contrivance. You be a top critic. He's a contrivancy, Adam. He's a contrivancy. Okay, so basically, <laughs> this is what happened in the movie. I'm going to describe it. <laughs> yeah, just go through it quick. Right. So, Fire Elements, Bernie and Cinder Lumen immigrate to Element City where they face xenophobia from other classical elements. Everyone's mean <laughs> to them all the time, and their language is like, yeah, like which I is did, honestly kind of fire yeah you get it it's actually lit after <laughs> it's actually the birth fire <laughs> after the birth of their daughter ember they build a convenience store called the fireplace good name for a convenience store Love that. by fire yeah. people and set up a blue flame which represents their traditions and they took it from fireland where they left for a bigger and better life and the people with who they left they hate them too everybody hates each other and that's a bummer yeah <laughs> But honestly, it's very similar to if you're an outsider coming into what would be a a Pixar version of New York City. You know, people 
kind of keep to their own. They, they they march to the beat of their own drum. Let's say, yeah, sure, and are not accepting of outsiders. Like, hey, yeah. you're not from New York. What the fuck? Yeah, very <laughs> similar to what you just said. Also, not marching to the beat of their own drum is just how you're describing bigotry and racism, and because they're dumb mm. and they're bad. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For Ember, sure. Ember works in the shop with Bernie, who intends to retire and give her the store once she can control her fiery temper. She's fire mm. and she's mad all the time. She. <laughs> <laughs> which is it's real on the nose but i love it yeah one day bernie allows ember to run the shop on her own she becomes overwhelmed by the customers and rushes to the basement her fiery outburst breaks a water pipe flooding the basement and summoning wade ripple a water element and city inspector who notes the faulty plumbing and reluctantly sends the report to his air element employer gail cumulus played by i just i love Wendy. these I love these goddamn names. Gale is a cloud. Brooke is a water. Uh, Bernie is a fire. Cinder, Wade, water. Like, it, I, I'm i a sucker for, you know. A punny name. A punny name, yeah. And, and then you got Harold. Yeah, right. Yeah, I like Wade Ripple. This is obviously an elemental, a patriarchy still, so... When Ember mm. marries Wade, will her, will her, her name be uh, Ember Ripple? Ember Ripple. What a name. You know what? It would have been funny if they made his last name like something that like went with Ember. Sure. That still meant water. Like, sure. You know, a double entendre. Sure. Do you have any <laughs> examples of that? Or No, I don't. I'm not a good writer. Okay. Anyway, they're going to have the fireplace <laughs> shut down. Wade, though, makes a deal with Gale that if he and Ember can find and seal a troublesome leak, the violations will be forgiven. They go on to discover a hole in a dam, which they close with sandbags. Hey, isn't it scary that if you're a fire person in this place and water just happens to you? And by the way, water is everywhere. You could just die. Yeah, you could just die. But we find out that she doesn't. Yeah, because she's a special spark of a lady. She's just real hot. Yeah, well, that's another way to say it. She's pretty hot. Sure. Wade and Ember spend time together in the city and learn more about each other. The sandbags, though, eventually fail. So Ember creates a sturdier seal with her glass making ability, which looks dope. And uh, she's incredibly talented. She doesn't even know it, man. She can make. Oh, I, I love the glass stuff. blowing. I, I, I love that little um, detail of her because like that's I. You know, I start to think of like glass blowing as an art form. Sure. Like it's so underappreciated. Sure. So so the fact that they made this like a really heavy point in her personality, I love that very much. Yeah, not just that, just also like her dream to be yeah. good at it, which she already yes. is, but do it she professionally. Is already amazing. Make me a vase. Okay. She visits Wade's family at their luxury apartment. This place is swanky as shit, but also can it's kill sick. her because it's made of water. <laughs> She ends up repairing a broken glass pitcher uh, with her, you know, glass melding uh, fire based <laughs> abilities. And it impresses Wade's mother, Brooke, who recommends her for a glass making internship. Brooke, by, played by Catherine O'Hara, one of the only actual stars in the whole movie. And she mm-hmm. has like five lines total. Yeah. And and something uh, also about the water, uh, Wade's family, really, it's Wade's family, is they they always cry. Yeah, they're very emotional people. (laughs) They're emotional and they just sob uncontrollably and all the time, which is very anti ember and fire people. They are sturdy. They are stern. They don't have the luxury of crying all the time. They have to like, you know, survive. Yeah. 
Yeah, not in their loft apartment, uh, you know, 40 floors up in the air. Yeah, it must be nice being water. Anyway, <laughs> Gail approves of Ember's glass seal, thus saving the fireplace from closure. Hooray! And then uh, Ember realizes, oh, man, I kind of don't want to take over this store, dude. Like, Wade <laughs> has been with me. I've been sort of, like, falling in love with a water guy, which everyone's going to hate because, like, we're not from the same world. And But also, <laughs> I, I, I want to do, like, the glass stuff, and I don't want to do the fireplace, and my dad's going to be so mad at me. <laughs> yeah, dad's a little bit of a hard ass, but then he ends up being he a to Listen, he's trying to make he's, everybody that's where survive. That's he came from. <laughs> But also, yes, he came from hard times, right? In he's a volcano. He's closed minded. Yeah, he came from where uh, he could be hit with a flying on fire rock at all times. <laughs> you you gain some sort of fire based shell, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Bernie announces his intention to retire and hand the fireplace to Ember and tells the story about his father not bowing down to him as he left Fireland, which is sad as as shoot. It's so sad. Yeah. Yeah, very, very sad. Very, and and here comes Pixar's uh, quintessential heart wrenching twist of their story, where they always kind of just like stab you in the chest with a very sharp knife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, made out of ice and or fire and or water. Yeah. It's it's a moment where if they don't make you cry, they failed. And this part, I was like, yeah, that's sad, but it didn't get me there. I was, right. you know, I wasn't on the board of like, wow. This seems like it was written by a robot. No, no, (laughs) this seems legit. Seems legit. I have a soul and this seems legit. Anyway, the next evening, Wade uh, takes Ember to Garden Central Station, which is very, just very on the nose as well, to see Mm -hmm. a Vivisteria flower, which she was denied seeing in childhood due to bigotry. (laughs) And also not so well, bigotry and like if fire people go in buildings, they could burn them down. Yeah, especially like floral buildings where they could literally burn the, you know, burn the flowers. And Except for this flower, destroy. though. This flower oh, doesn't yeah. burn. Which it is don't why burn. she wanted to see it because yeah. everyone treats her like she can ruin and burn down everything all the time because, I mean, a little bit about that is true. And this is the first thing that she can't destroy uh, other than, like, you know, her father's love for her. <laughs> Sad. Anyway, they go in there and they see it in an air bubble with that Gail makes, which is pretty sick, uh, yeah. although she almost dies. And then she's like, no, it's fine that I almost died. That was amazing. And Wade and Ember realize that they're able to touch each other without harming one another. And they wow, share wow. a dance. And mm-hmm. it's that screenshot where it should just be a uh, a wallpaper for every computer on Earth. Yeah. Uh, but then Ember's like. dang it dude i got like duties and stuff and her family prejudice is just not going to work out with this water guy and she breaks up with wade of course because any good potential love story always has a troubled time right the cat needs to be hanging from a tree and then eventually someone needs to save that cat who in this instance is on fire yes for sure we've we skipped over one part where uh cinder uh ember's mother sees them and then oh, does yes. like a love test and it turns yeah. out they're totally in love and everything's great. And now Cinder's sort of team Wade and Ember uh, sort of on the back burner. You get it? Oh, hey. hey, leave that pilot light on. No. Well, if you want right. to destroy your house, <laughs> it's just like that's like a way murderers kill people, Adam. Leaving the pilot light on? Nah. No, no, it's leaving the gas on. But leave the gas on the pilot lights. Good. 
keeps you from burning. <laughs> no, you don't want that on. It's a little tiny oh. flame. I don't trust a tiny flame. You have a gas fireplace and you probably have a tiny flame at all times. I destroyed it the day I moved in here. I don't trust it. <laughs> I don't trust that flame. Speaking of, Ember is about to take over the fireplace during a party when Wade appears and declares his love for her. By the way, were you like secondhand embarrassed in this scene? I was like, oh, no, Wade, why are you doing this in very public oh, fashion? Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, this is cringy. But it all goes bad because the seal on the dam breaks and the fire district floods. It feels as though the seal on the dam sort of matches up with Ember's emotions, sort of an yeah, inside of out. Like, what is the inside out of a fire person? Like, what is that? What would that be like? And it kind of water rushing down canals towards your home, right? Which would murder you and you would die. And all your like your home gets flooded. Sure, that's bad. Everything gets taken away, but also you're made of fire and you're murdered. Like a genocide oh is about to happen, and they oh my gosh, uh, uh, like a genocide purported by water from a boat. <laughs> oh yeah, it was the wake from the boat. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot that the giant boat that caused the wake. But Ember and Wade go to save the blue flame, the most important thing in her mind to her father. But in doing so, get trapped in the fireplace, causing Wade to evaporate from the enclosed heat, and Wade dies. And that is sad as heck. That was pretty sad. Yeah. And like <laughs> these voice <laughs> that's pretty sad. Yep. <laughs> yeah. These these voice actors, though, are very good. They're and, good. And um the 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 woman girl, I don't know if she's I don't know how old she is, but she the the person who played Ember, um, is very good and you can absolutely uh hear the pain and agony in her voice as wade disappears into the ether mm. sad. sad sad if his family Tear was there fell down they would be crying their entire selves out oh yeah i mean what inevitably saved him is his crying Sure, that's a good point. After the flood recedes, Ember confesses to Bernie that she does not want to run the fireplace. She feels that in her fire bones now that her boyfriend is dead and expresses her love for Wade. Then she realizes Wade has seeped into the stone ceiling. He is now condensation and Ember yes. plays the crying game to make him drip back into his normal form. The second time we see the crying game in this movie, the first time being at Wade's luxury apartment where he makes Ember cry for the first time. And she's like, how dare you make me feel feelings? <laughs> how, dare, how dare you have me create an element I physically cannot make? Yeah, like hurts me to do. You're a dick. <laughs> anyway, that saves him and it drops him back into his normal form. Then Ember and Wade embrace in a Chris in uh, a kiss. And wow. uh, yeah, it, they, they do Chris. They do Chris. They now. Chris. They crisscross. And my heart of stone was moved. Maybe I am an earth dude, Adam. Who knows? Because oh, maybe it was a moment in time that it was supposed to evoke some emotion and they succeeded. Oh, good. That's nice. I felt something in my bones. Did you? That's in my good. cold, dead ice heart. Your heart. Your, your ice heart. <laughs> my icy, icy dead heart. Months later, Wade and Ember leave Element City so that Ember can study glassmaking and travel the world together. And then she, as she's leaving, turns to her father does the bow and uh, every, uh, everyone on earth except for all the reviewers are like that's sick yeah that's pretty sick and that was the moment that i was like full circle it was uh very heartwarming get it i do Warming, i do yeah we're killing fire it. we're so punny dude <laughs> anyway uh <laughs> 
that is uh, the the movie and and it was <laughs> That's good. The movie, so it glad, was great. So glad we're doing uh, a podcast about it. Yeah, no, I I love it, and I think we should should incorporate some of these these kind of uh, offshoot animated or Pixar movies. Uh, you know, it's because they oftentimes are very good. Um, even if they're not well received by the public, they, they at its core are very, very good movies they are usually well written. They usually always look amazing. And, um, yeah, I, I love this cause it's just, it's different and right, I'm like, psyched about it. This is after I saw avatar two, right. I felt as yeah. though I had to caveat me liking it by saying, yeah, turn off your brain and just mm-hmm. look at the screen and be impressed because what's happening up there is obviously impressive. Sure, the story sucks, but whatever, man, looks really cool. I yeah, don't the feel the technology's there. I don't feel like I have to say this about this movie, where I don't think the writing was fucking Shakespeare. Like if this wasn't Macbeth, sure. No, of course not. But and it's not the best Pixar movie ever made, but it was great in its own right and impressive to watch. By all means. I agree. By all yeah. Means and now, means. now in honor of our fellow HBO James, uh, that's HBO boy put together. HB, HBO, uh, <laughs> he always does like the BuzzFeed quizzes at the end of these to see oh, yes. what element somebody would be, oh, okay. or in this instance, what element somebody would be. So, both you and I are about okay. to take one of these dumb quizzes, and I'm always riveted. Every time. Oh, good. By how I'm excited for this. Dumb they are. <laughs> the first question, and this is real. Which God. element do you prefer? Water, fire, <laughs> earth, or air? Now let me guess. Is this like the um like the uh sorting hat where if I say one it's going to be that regardless? <laughs> yeah. But unless but also like the sorting hat, if you whisper not Slytherin, the sorting hat will be like I mean you'd be great there, but okay. <laughs> not Slytherin, eh? Um, you could be great. You, you could know. be great. She, uh, <laughs> um, we should just do an entire podcast, uh, make a new RSS feed, and only talk about the sorting hat scene and the uh, getting your wand scene. We could do 800 oh. episodes, dude. Oh, yeah. Curious. Mark it down. Very, Very curious. <laughs> See, the boy who took that one gave his feather to another. Uh, that's not exactly how it goes, but Dude, it's something along so those So close, lines. though. So good. Yeah. <laughs> what element do you prefer? Um, I think I identify more with, like, the tree people mm. um, because I like to be, like, kind of rooted sure. in places, and I think that's pretty on the nose. Sure. I love it. Yeah, you're very down to earth. I'm going to sure. choose air. Oh, yeah, because you're high as shit. Wow. No, <laughs> not true. I just not feel true. Very, yeah. I feel like I'm one with the breeze. Oh, I love that. Yeah. All right, cool. You don't so believe, tree you don't believe me. You sound like you don't believe I be- me. I 100 You don't even believe me that I'm one with the breeze, dude. You're so breezy, dude. Should I choose fire? No, you've already made your choice. I feel like fire was the answer, though. <laughs> nah, you nah, made your choice. You're right. I'm one with the breeze. Anyway. Yeah, you go with it. Which of these zodiac signs are you? They are in uh, groups of three. Oh. Are you Cancer, Scorpio, or Pisces? Are no. you Aries, Leo, Sagittarius? No. Are you Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I will choose that for you. Uh, and then Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius are together as well. People who know more about the Zodiac will let, have to let me know uh, if like, they're putting those three things together because of a specific reason. I don't know oh, if yeah. they are. Uh, yeah. But 
I choose Scorpio and I'm a Scorpion. So we're going to do that. Right on. Yeah. When do you go on vacation? Uh, not when do you do it, but when you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where do you like to go? To the river? Okay. To the mountain? Mm-hmm. To the beach? Or to mm. the city? Well, we just came uh, off of a small vacation in the mountain areas. Sure. sure. I, I honestly love all of these. I live near the beach, so that's not really vacation-y for me. Of course. Um, we're very close to Manhattan, New York City, Boston, so like that's not really vacation You mean Element me. City, dude? Element City. Nice. Yeah. Um, so what is it? it? It was mountains, and what was the other one? River Beach City. River Beach City. I would say probably, honestly, probably the mountains. We're actually about to do this. Oh, yeah, we are. We are yeah. literally about to go to the mountains. You yeah, and I. Very excited. In Wyoming, yeah. an air and earth yeah. person. Yes, an air and earth person are going to uh, Yellowstone National Park. And in that vein, I choose uh, that I'm a mountain boy. I love that. Not some flatlander. No, no, no. No. Which space element do you prefer? These aren't elements. Moons, suns, belts, or planets? Moon, sun, belt, or planet? Yeah. Um, I would say a sun. Okay, I'm going to pick. I'm going to go planets. Okay. Because we're on one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We on one, you know. We shine bright like a diamond. That's, you've never been more right. Which or what means of transportation do you prefer? Ship, train, airplane, or car? A a ship? The first thing I thought of was a spaceship. Sure. (laughs) Um, I mean, I drive a car every day. I, I love driving, so I will say driving. Yeah, uh, I'll give you a car. I'm going to go with train because I'm one with mm-hmm. the rails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's we've talked about this before. I am one with the rails because on the train, there are no laws. The laws go away once you get onto the rails. It's a lawless <laughs> land in which you can do anything. The <laughs> On the rails? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, about love, where do you think you would find it? In the seat? <laughs> In the sea, like the ocean? Yeah, you'd find love in the sea, right? Okay, go ahead. In the city, on a trip, or on an adventure? Um, I would say on an adventure. You just saying that because I said it in a cool way, but I I also agree and so I would oh. choose I <laughs> Who's choosing the sea? I find love <laughs> near a buoy. <laughs> I find love on a shrimp boat. Mm, I mean, yeah, I get that actually. Yeah. Now that you yeah. say it like that. Forest, forest f- made his love a shrimp boat. Yeah. And Ember yeah. is a forest fire unto herself. Mm-hmm. If you were a master of the elements, which one would you want to control? Water. Control. Oh. Fire. Earth. And air. If you choose fire, then just know that your nation attacked and then everything changed. <laughs> um, I, I think controlling water would actually be kind of cool because then you can like manipulate rain and stuff, which is neat. Mm, that's true. Okay. So you said water, and then I think I'm going to go with fire. I want to shoot fireballs out of my hands. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. This is a visual one, so not great for podcasting or you understanding what it is. I'm going to- Just describe it. Yeah. Which of these images do you prefer? One of water, (laughs) one of fire, one of earth, or one of air? And the one of water is like a drip, drippity drip. Okay. The one of fire is like cool. It's fire. It looks like yeah, sure. um, it looks like one of Bobby Flay's shirts. Ooh, wait, Bobby Flay or um, or uh, Flavor Town guy? Flavor Town guy, Guy Fieri, Guy Fieri. 
Yeah. My bad. I'm, I, I besmirched Bobby Flay, and that's my bad. And that's okay. The one of the earth is just like, it's like a plant, you know? And the, sure. one, and the one of air is clouds. So. <laughs> well, obviously, I'm going to pick fire. That's way cooler. Yeah. I mean, yeah. of course, you're right. Uh, you're yeah. going to go fire. I think I'm going to go the picture of the water because of the cool oh. cerulean blue that it gives off. Ooh, dude. yeah, I do like that, but I'm sticking with fire. Of course you are. Uh, okay, you, here's the big, the big reveal. Oh, this is the reveal already. What do you think you got? Mm. Uh, honestly, I don't know because I'm pretty all over the place with the answers. Nah, man, you're wrong. You got earth. Oh, I, I got what I picked from the first question. You are a, a really earth element in the movie elemental there are many earth characters let's hope to meet them all this is written by ai actually like the reviewer is talking about this stupid quiz on (laughs) testname.me uh you're very sure yourself and committed apparently yeah sure sure whatever you want to say i'm pretty committed i'm an heir Uh, oh wait really the one you picked from the first question yeah wild i am like an air element uh and (laughs) Those who are with the air are very outgoing and have a big okay. heart. Hmm. Well. <laughs> and as every time we do this on the podcast, it's been dumb. It's been- <laughs> I like doing it every time and I want it to never stop. But you I know do, what? It's great. I also acknowledge it that it's <laughs> the really, answers are ridiculous. They're super dumb. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> anyway. Thank you very much for joining us on our podcast about Elemental, the Pixar movie that didn't make nearly enough money and we probably yeah. will never get to visit again. Sad, Long. sad times. I'm just like the Ripple family uh, using m- the makeup of my own body to cry all my tears out. <laughs> if you want more of these podcasts earlier and ad-free, you can join our Patreon, patreon.com slash H-B-O-B-O-I-Z. It's a dollar a month and you get all the things I've just discussed and also you get your name uh, said at the end of the show and Adam does that right now. Yeah, so we're going to thank Sunshine, Connor O'Dowd, Jamie Lochner, James Watch My Dong, Chris Wood, Brent Ginn, Craig, John Jewers, Major Woody, and Carol Andredes. Thank you very much for your subscriptions and your money and it helps us just keep doing what we're doing here. Please subscribe to our TikTok at the H-B-O-B-O-I-Z. Subscribe to our Instagram at the H-B-O-B-O-I-Z. Subscribe to us on threads at the H-B-O-B-O-I-Z. Can you see there's a theme going on here? Yeah. <laughs> or no one else has those names. So. Right. <laughs> no, I saw the theme. Yeah, this is a great theme. I just want to let you know on the document that I made about Elemental, yeah. I made sure. the E-L blue, the E-M oh, red, oh, the E-N-T green, and the A-L teal <sighs> to represent the colors. The colors of the, the logo. And you guys can't see it, but it's so chill. It's probably pretty chill. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Does it Un- look like the logo of the movie? Yeah, like unprecedented levels of chill. Wow. Wow. <laughs>